Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the For The Girl Podcast Quarantine Edition. Your hair looks hilarious. I know. Right I, now. I had it up in a ponytail and then I took it down, but we have headphones on so I can't redo it, so it's going to have to stay like you that. You kind of had that like, you know, like front of your head poof situation that you used to do, <laughs> like in middle school. Oh, in middle school? Yeah. The um, Oh yeah, the front poof. That's a good look. That's okay. pretty good. So yes, we have another episode for you guys and... What was originally supposed to be a live podcast happening here in Nashville, Tennessee, had to be turned into a phone call podcast with our girl, Riley Clemens. But if we couldn't get Riley in person, getting her over the phone was just as awesome and just as great. And so... Um, later on in this episode, we have a whole conversation with Riley and she's amazing. If you don't know who Riley is, she's actually a Christian recording artist. Her music will fire you up. It is so, so, so good. Some of her songs are just amazing. She has a new song out called Over and Over. That's incredible. Broken Mm -hmm. Prayers. So many amazing songs. So if you haven't listened to Riley before, stop what you're doing. Go listen. That's right. Get hype. Get jammed. Jam out before you jump in. So we're going to have a whole conversation with Riley, hear her story, her heart and her passion behind her music and all of that stuff. But before we jump into that, I thought, Ken's that we should fill them in a little bit on what life looks like for us in the quarantine. Yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, honestly, because I've been quarantined, I have been doing less wrong, less mess ups. <laughs> That's true. You know, less opportunity, less opportunity mm-hmm. to embarrass myself. Yes, that's right. Not to say that I haven't, because I'm sure I have, but there have been less opportunities. So what have you been doing in the quarantine, Kent? Well, I've had a couple game nights, two yeah. of which I peed my pants in. Um, how are you game nighting via quarantine? It was actually before the lockdown situation, which was only like a week ago for us. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you had some game nights. You peed your pants? Twice. I mean, we're not surprised at yeah. this point. At this point, I'm concerned for myself. Hopefully I will. Should you go to the urologist? Oh, no. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what's been oh, your like, okay, man. what's been your go-to meal in the quarantine? Ooh. I've had a lot of eggplant. I was going to say, the other day we were FaceTiming. <laughs> yeah. She's making lunch and she was literally like chopping up an eggplant. I have had, when the last grocery store run, I got three eggplants. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever bought an big. eggplant. Yeah, like, I What love is an them. eggplant even really? I mean, I've had it, it at restaurants. It kind of looks like a weird looking pumpkin. Yeah. They are. Like a gourd. Yes, it's like kind of like a gourd, but obviously they're soft. And I literally got three and I, I've like, eating them so fast it's crazy how do you prepare your eggplant same way every time i cut it in little 
squares and then I put balsamic and olive oil in the oven and you can just put it with anything. I don't know. There's something about eggplant. That is just, it's just crazy. Good. I've gotten creative with the desserts too, of course. Sugar. Really? Yeah. Made you some did good make cookies, cookies the other night. They were, I said they were like a C. Yeah. Which you were, is, well, it's only because you were like, these are the best sugar cookies of your life. Wow. And they were like, they were they good. Were. They kind of tasted healthy to me. They weren't though. And before you walked in, everybody was like raving about <laughs> them. Classic. She's like, you can do better. You, you can could do, do better. better. Um, also during quarantine. Okay. This is, la- you want to hear last night. You haven't heard this story. No, last night what I happened to me during quarantine. So my roommate, my roommate and I have lived together for like a year now. And in the whole entire year that we've lived together, she's never had a boy over the entire time. But last night she had oh a boy gosh. over. What? And yeah, she's going to hate me for sharing this story, but actually I think she's going to love it. She's going to think it's funny. Okay. Um, so we were hanging out or whatever. I was actually not at home at the moment. I was like mm. out on a walk or something. And she calls me and she's like, this boy is coming over. You have to come over. Like you have to come home. And if I had a boy over, I would be like, hey, Rumi, can you like yeah. give us some alone time? Not because of that. Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this was their first hang hang. Okay. Like, you know, like official, like they like each other hang. And so they were doing a puzzle because we've been doing a puzzle. Actually, I have not contributed to the puzzle at all. My roommate's been doing a puzzle. And um, so I get home and they're like working on this puzzle. I like do the little thing where you ask them a couple questions. You're like, oh, yay, yay. cute, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, OK, I'm going to go in my room and like watch TV. And she's like, no, you, you can't go. You can't leave. And I was like, oh, OK. And she's like, what are you going to watch? And I was like, oh, probably like, I don't know. something on Netflix. She's like, well, just watch it out here. So I had to sit there and watch TV while they did the puzzle right next to me. She like wanted me in the room. I watched an episode and then finally I was like, OK, I'm going to go in my room. And I like went in my room and literally I could hear every single thing happening and going on. And it was very uncomfortable for me but it was not because bad things are happening but you know like it was like listening to a first date it was just like so crazy to me it was wild it was good but it was entertaining well she um I fell asleep and then she texted me this morning and was like come out of your room we have to debrief everything and it was hilarious actually I left a detail out I left a good detail Uh, out I uh forgot about this okay earlier in the day we were talking about how she was like not sure about this guy or whatever and then I took it because she wanted me out there that she was not vibing on him you know what I mean I was like she doesn't like him Yeah, yeah yeah so I have a dog and at one point I had to go let my dog outside before going to bed and I walk out. You and caught them kissing. No, I didn't catch them kissing, but they were sitting on the couch and she was straight up like cuddling him. But like, oh. like she looked like she had initiated the cuddle. Like she was like leaned into him and had her arm like on his chest. That was like so hilarious. And I've never seen her with any guy before. So I was just like, you know, when you try not to look and like act like, but your face, your jaw is dropping, but you're trying to act like you, you don't, you didn't even see it. What? No. Wait, this is crazy. Did they meet in the quarantine? How did they even meet each other? They met via a dating app. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all very entertaining, but he's very nice guy. I really like him. He was actually very cool and kind. So, oh wow. That's amazing. So, who knows? Who knows? My roommate is going to be so she she won't know. She won't know. She will know. I'll tell her. I'll tell her, everybody. Um, but yeah, amazing. so I guess you can find love in the quarantine. Oh, yeah, that's good to know for yeah. everybody. For so, everybody. That's my life in the quarantine. That's amazing. Is third wheeling. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. But the quarantine has been pretty fun. Chill. It has been. It's been really good. I feel like 
learning, trying to get creative with ways to entertain myself, to have fun. I feel like what's been really cool is doing things that I wouldn't normally do and um, trying to like make the most of this time because I have a feeling that when we're out of quarantine, we'll all be like, remember when we were quarantined and we just like got to chill all day? So I'm trying to like make the most of it. That's true. Yes. I wonder how many more times we could say the word quarantine. Quarantine, quarantine. Don't you feel like you talk about it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. There's a good, quarantine has a good ring to it though. It does. And I'm always surprised when I can spell it out on my texts. Yeah. Spell it right now. Spell it, spell it, spell it, spell it. Q-U-A-R-T-I-N-E. Shoot. I had to write it out. That was wrong. But good try. Good try. All right. All right. Shall we get into it? Yes. Let's talk to Riley finally. Enough of our banter. And wow. Wow. I can't believe I shared that story. Man. Sometimes you say things on the podcast and you go, wow. I said that. Yeah. And it's already out there in the world. Yep. No No taking it back now, guys. We love you so much. Let's do this with Riley. Hey, Riley. What is up? How are you doing? How's the quarantine life? All of the things. Hello. Hello. Quarantine life is good. I can't complain. It's sunny today, so it's like a boost of energy and sunshine and all that good stuff but yes. doing well how are you good we are doing so well I know you said you're quarantining in Nashville too right yes quarantining uh, in Nashville quarantining in Nashville and it's a beautiful mm-hmm. sunny day here so we are yes. all thriving I wish we could be like all sitting across the table from each other but this will yes. do this will do um, I know we're gonna we're gonna make it work it's gonna be great yes, yes. Seriously, when quarantine's over, we'll all have to hang out. But um, we're super excited that you are here on the podcast today. I know we were supposed to be doing this in person with a live podcast with a bunch of friends, but um, we will settle for this in the meantime. Um, But yeah, we wanted to know. I'm just so curious, like everybody doing their quarantine life, like what is the best thing that you have done during quarantine thus far? I love the question. So good. So, okay. I would say that I am a pretty introverted extrovert. Okay. And so I thrive with a lot of me time, but I also, it's not good for me to have too much me time. Do you know what I'm saying? I ride the line. Yes. And so, um, in order to survive quarantine, um, just kind of flipped how I've looked at it. And so Mm. honestly we're getting so much good family time right now Mm. i'm quarantining with my family so uh we're together it's been really good but we're playing a lot of nintendo switch which is (laughs) we ordered it for quarantine which is kind of the best so no way wait you straight up ordered one for quarantine (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah we, we gotta add some interest here what isn't i don't even know what a nintendo switch is. is that the one that's like a personal one or like how does this work i i am about to advertise nintendo switch <laughs> they're gonna hire me to be a marketing person yes glowing endorsement it's the best you can play it like docked or personal so you can have like four players or just one it's great it's wow great. okay what games are you playing though i would highly recommend to anybody who has doesn't matter if you're gameplay or not get dance dance revolution and everything will be better that's amazing it might be just dance it's a dance game whatever it is but i just really love watching my parents go all out (laughs) that's incredible go so life-giving oh my goodness wait i'm so confused how does this work like 
on Nintendo Switch. I just know nothing about this. So is it just like any of those dance games where you just dance in front of the TV? It's basically so the satisfaction is in the entertainment value, I would okay. say. Um, so you just hold it in one hand. And as long as your hand oh. gets to where it needs to be on the screen, you're golden. You're good. You're okay. golden. Oh, whoa, cool. That makes you so guys much have more sense. to get this it. Is it is fun. the we best. I've literally been telling everybody like games from my childhood that I used to play on the computer because, but you know, back in the day, there's computer games were a big thing. I don't know if they are now, but <laughs> I've literally been so tempted to like somehow figure out how to play Roller Coaster Tycoon or um, oh. Backyard Baseball. Like those were the games wow. of my childhood. Oh, good, you guys. Yeah. So good. And also the Disney computer games. Oh, I used I to love that were, one. Did you ever play the, the Lizzie McGuire Poss- Nail game. Yes, oh. the Kim Possible one where you Wait, like right. you did the burrito thing, the like Rufus S- thing. The you know Abs- maybe not. I am there. I, I know exactly game. what you're talking about. <laughs> this so is good. Amazing. Maybe they're still there, and I just need to go check them out. Like That's on it. the web. No, they, you know what? There's a link. I'll send okay. it to you. There's okay, a link. Perfect. Where somebody's compiled all the different URL codes to these different games, so that okay. you can still access them and play them. Yes. Okay. I am gonna go on a deep gaming hole later tonight. Maybe <laughs> quarantine is getting weird. <laughs> Next <laughs> level, baby. Next level. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Riley, beyond um, life right now in quarantine, we want to know a little bit more about you. So, could you just share a little bit about yourself? your background and what you do of course of course so um I'm 20 years old I'm born and raised in Nashville so Nashville is my hometown I'm still here now um it's the best I love it I'm not biased at all um (laughs) but I grew up in church and I remember um as a little kid my mom was always in the choir and so uh I, I knew that I wanted to do music from a very early age. I was always drawn to it. And especially um, music in church had this sort of passion and energy and purpose. Like even as a kid, I, I think I picked up on, you know, in a really innocent, naive kind of way. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, like really genuine. And so um, I started singing and writing music purely out of passion and love for it. Um, And then here's the crazy part of the story that Mm. is honestly such the planning behind it was something I could never orchestrate. So it's one of those moments of looking back and being like, wow, (laughs) that was definitely um, an intentional God thing. Um, But I was 12 years old and I was singing in a choir concert in middle school and um, there just so happened to be a manager in the audience there to see his daughter. And uh, fast forward a few months later, I'm sitting in this manager's office. He comes up to my parents after the show, crazy things, small world, wild. And um, I'm sitting in his office a few months later. I start writing songs in Nashville with adults. I was 13 Mm. at the time and was, you know, leaving school and immediately being dropped off at a session before I could drive. And, um, from there, my teenage years and my high school years were really just the balance of learning to be a writer. And eventually when I was 16, I got signed to capital CMG and, um, then really 
got the opportunity to release my own music and to release music I had written. Um, and here I am now. I still have the same manager, still have the same label. It's been, it's been a wild, amazing wow. ride. That is so, so cool and so crazy and so amazing that you're only 20 years old and like already how much God is just yeah. using you and like so you're just good. like speaking encouragement through your music to so many, so many girls, I'm sure, yeah. and so many people. It's really incredible. And I remember first hearing about you. So my like best friend, Emily, is a songwriter and she, uh, I wrote one of your songs with you. I think, did you write uh, Broken, Broken Prayers? Prayers? Yes. I love Emily so much. Aww. Yes. I know. She wrote that with you. And I remember her playing it for me. She's like, oh my gosh, listen to this song. Like, da, da, da. And I was like, this is so good. Like, mm. number one, your voice Thank is just you. absolutely incredible. And also just like, I don't know. Honestly, I've never been like the biggest like Christian radio listener. Mm. But like, I just think the way that you do your music, it's so beautiful. It's like still so worshipful, but it's also just feels like fresh and cool and hip and all the things. And I oh, just thank love you it. So much. And I've just been a fan of yours ever since. So and so cool. thank you. I know so many of our listeners probably already know who you are, but maybe some of them don't as well. And so tell us a little bit, just kind of like what's like your vision or like your heartbeat behind behind your music and and just like kind of what, how you feel God leading you and, and calling you to step into it and just like be a light in the music industry. Oh, I love that question. Okay, so good. Um, as a as a little girl, I remember sitting in the car, uh, to your point, listening to Christian music. That was always what was on in the car. And um, I, I rarely heard any young women on the radio. Um, yeah. And I remember thinking, uh, I want music that speaks to me. Mm -hmm. and where I'm at in life, like even yeah. at a very young age. Um, and so it's when this, this purpose, um, this purpose started growing and burning as a passion of, okay, I want to write music that I need to hear for myself. And I want to write music that, you know, speaks to a generation of mm -hmm. young people as well as connecting, um, with everybody else, you know? And so this passion to write music, that's, honest um and really takes what take takes what's going on in the moment um and tells the honest truth of it but also shows where the hope comes in and where the light breaks through and yeah. that's always been the purpose is to bring hope to um a generation and a world that really needs it especially now and um to to show what it's like to honestly be a young woman in a world that's hard to navigate sometimes you know? Yeah, for sure. Wow, that's so cool. I love your mission and your heartbeat behind that. That's so powerful. Music, we talk about it all the time in Delight. We like worship is something that like is like one of the most powerful ways to encounter God. And I'm so grateful. I can't sing literally for the life of me. And I've <laughs> never on, girl, tried to write a sing. song. So. <laughs> Don't think it would work out well for me. But I'm oh so grateful for people like yourself who truly have an anointing on yeah. their lives to get to usher us into the presence of God. I'm curious, did you always know you wanted to do Christian music? Was that always like a passion of yours? You know, it is, it's so crazy to me um, how people of all ages, even kids, I think, feel 
the presence of God in ways that they don't know how to touch or explain. And I remember from a really young age, I was always just drawn to that passion um, behind the gospel in a very musical sense. And then, you know, as I've learned and as I've grown, it's become more real in a lot of ways. You know, it's something that I've stepped into and chosen for myself. But the draw, the draw has always been towards music that had truth and light in it and, um, you know, in, in way of the gospel. Yeah. And so if anything, just wanting to look at it with a perspective that's honest, because yeah. um, Lord knows I just you can't skip over all the bumps and the highs yeah. and the lows. But um, I've definitely always wanted to tell a story of what that looks like through the lens of, you know, a Christian outlook. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So cool. And love to hear. I know you have like so many amazing songs out and everything, but maybe like picking one of them, maybe one of your more recent songs and sharing just like the background of maybe your heart behind it and um, the story, you know, like what were you feeling in that moment? What were you like going through that kind of led you to wanting to write and share that song? So any one of your songs would be awesome. So uh, my latest single that I just put out is called okay. Over and Over. And of all the releases that we've gotten the opportunity to do, it's um, it's definitely been my favorite. It's yeah. such a personal song for me. And it was such a connector point as a writer and as an artist. Mm. Um, I remember sitting in a world religions class years and years and years ago well I mean not that many years I'm 20 it was <laughs> <laughs> probably like early high school That's freshman year let's say I love that it. no we relate we and did that. so yeah I know it's like years ago yeah, uh, years. no it's a few years ago <laughs> and I remember just looking at all the religions that exist in the world mm-hmm. um and I had a teacher uh, an amazing teacher and the the point that they always would drive home is you know the beautiful thing about christianity and the beautiful thing about our god is that um is that he gives grace and there are no works that we can do to earn his love um there's nothing that we have to check off of a list to be mm-hmm. saved and as far as doing good deeds or mm-hmm. um it's about grace it's about the fact that you know where we're weak we have a god who is strong and delights and showing us grace and showing us his mercy. And so um, I think one of the principles and one of the ideas that I've always been so drawn to is this idea of grace. And it's really something that I'm just in awe of. And so for over and over, I wanted to capture this feeling of truly being in awe of what grace looks like and feels like. And so the first lyric of the song is staring at a mountain I thought I had already climbed. And it's just this whole idea of, you know, like you have these challenges or struggles or whatever it is, whatever that looks like for you. And you just, you think that you've gotten over them. You think you've conquered that, that mountain and you're ready to move on. And then Mm -hmm. again, it's like, making the same mistakes or messing up again. And, um, you know, it's how many times have I asked for grace standing in the same broken place? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, no matter how many reasons we give God to walk away, he chooses to stay and he chooses, he chooses to show us grace over and over and over again. And he chooses to show us love over and over and over again. So the song is really just a celebration of the fact that, you know, we have a God who, 
not only shows us an abundance of love and grace, but he he loves to do it. Yeah, mm, so that's good. Right. That's right. Okay, as you're explaining this, I'm so curious. This might be a really elementary question, and honestly, <laughs> Mac might know too, since she has a little musical talent in her. No, I don't. Ooh. A little, just a little, just a little. <laughs> but, um, okay, and you might get asked this a lot, but I'm curious. Okay, what is like the songwriting process look like? Like, especially in this uh, kind of Christian yeah, setting, good. like is yeah. it? Does God just like put something on your heart and then you write it? I'm imagining you just like writing a little poem in your journal situation. (laughs) I love it. I love it. This all happened. (laughs) So for me, I'm really um, driven by titles or phrases or Mm -hmm. random lines that will pop into my head. And a lot of that comes from just getting a journal, sitting and you know, writing, just Mm. not always, sometimes forcing myself to write just to see what'll come out. Um, Because I find that sometimes you get the best stuff when you're just not in the mood or you'll do it later. And then sometimes it's the kind of thing where you're driving and you're like, oh, I have to write that down. That's the next song. That's the next title or working out or, you know, whenever. Um, And then normally, you know, I spend some time with the ideas and I mock them up and kind of get this gauge for what it feels like, uh, what the song should say. Um, And then normally I take it to a studio. So I love having a producer in the room or another co-writer. And from there, we just take the idea or the title and we find the melody and the musicality that goes with it and matches it and kind of meets the spirit of it. And then we just work on honing in on the story that we want to tell. But I love writing songs in a really collaborative way. I love working with other producers and writers and, you know, kind of taking this idea that's very personal and in my head and making something that's, you know, spoken and real and putting it into a song. Yeah, that's so good. That's really cool. Okay, everybody, wanted to interrupt your listening really quickly to tell you all about our new Quiet Time subscription called The Tent. And right now, we are offering a free seven-day trial. I mean, what do you have to lose? You need to get in the tent. Ken, can you tell us more? That's right, yes. Basically, it's a digital hub where you can access all types of resources to help revive your time with the Lord. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's just so hard to connect with Him. Well, this is going to help you so much. We've got guided prayers, scripture readings, challenges, a community. We also have a brand new edition. Drumroll, please. Okay, guys, we are starting a new tent Bible study. So if you join the tent, you're going to have access to our once a month Bible study where we're going live on Facebook in our tent Facebook group. Yes. We're going to be talking about the word of God together. Go. What's God teaching us? It's going to be unfiltered, real, raw, fun, all the things you guys love. So if you just need more for the girl, more time with Jesus, you got to sign up for the tent. Like I Get said, in the free tent. seven day trial. Just go to forthegirl.com slash the tent. Sign up, sign your friends up, sign your mom up. Everybody needs to get in the tent. Woo! That was fast. We dropped really fast. Okay, guys. Back to the pod. You know what I'm so envious of are those, um, well, first of all, this. I wish I could write a song. (laughs) I might try after this. I might try. Do it, girl. I can't wait for this. Yeah. (laughs) I'll bring it to to you guys. I'll let you know what you think. Get on the mic. Uh, But, you know, I was watching... um, the blessing you know that big it's kind of popular right now on youtube and stephen furtick gets up there like halfway through the 
song and he like starts singing yeah. and I feel like anybody who can sing like that should also be like speakers or pastors so while they like mid mid message it can just bust out into a song like I wish that could happen <laughs> oh good yeah. you know? I love that that's hilarious. oh yeah Yes, that's it's like good. the whole musical theater when when words stop being enough, you just gotta go for you gotta it. You gotta it. sing. Yeah, oh, that's actually oh, yeah. true. Hey, maybe we'll bust that out soon yeah. on the podcast. We like sing and bring a word, bring a message. That'd be oh, you got you got to. You like stop. Words aren't words aren't enough here. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. I think it's so cool that your songs are. I mean, they're really just like living prayers that get said over and over and over again, and yeah. that's really cool to think that like. These thoughts and things that, you know, started out in your journal, you know, like thousands of girls or thousands of people are out there like yeah. singing these as their prayers as they're driving to work or they're, um, yeah. you know, getting ready in the morning and how powerful and cool that is. Yeah. So it's yeah. really just yeah. like amazing what you do. And I'm just curious too. you know, I mean, you basically are kind of like ushering people into the presence of God on stage as you like perform and as you sing and as you go on tour but I love to know too like what is just like worship for you look like in your everyday like day-to-day life like how do you um worship in just like the mundane I guess that's another amazing question um for me I am super physically connected like my mind and body feel like they exist together almost which is kind of a crazy thing to say does that make sense at all? Yeah, completely. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of time um, exercise is a good way for me to just, you know, turn on worship music, clear my head, exist mm-hmm. in that moment and really just have no distractions other than, um, you know, mind and body working to cleanse and kind of restart and pause and, and take that time. Yeah. Um, but as far as taking time every day to dig into worship, Right now, this year, I've been doing a read the Bible in a year. So um, it's kind of pushed me to be really intentional about reading the actual word, which, you know, has been really hard for me, you know, to find something that gets me excited to sit down every day and, um, and read and, and soak it in and take it in. So it's been great um, this year so far, just getting a cup of coffee and sitting down and reading whatever is in the plan for the day and just taking that time to either, you know, have out a journal or write down words and phrases and verses that stick out. Um, and then just having time to meditate on that. But it's, I feel like because there's this, it's this crazy part where, you know, your quote job or line of work is so close to, um, to your spirituality and to your faith and to uh, your Christianity that I've had to find for me what makes sense to take that time that isn't quote work or yeah. job or um, being productive and sitting down and being intentional about just getting to that place of yeah. connectivity. Yeah, it's good. It's tough. We experience the same thing. I love <laughs> what you mentioned, though, about like you you connect with God easily, like with your mind and body, like on a run or a walk. But then you're also trying to like discipline yourself in another area, being like, I want to connect with God in this way, too, through just scripture. Yeah. I think it's so easy to just lean <laughs> towards what's easiest for you. Yeah. 
Um, but I yes, love that you so incorporate yes. something that's challenging too, because then you can grow in your character in that way, which is so cool. I actually with your with the mind and body that's so real. I think I was I noticed this the other day when I was um I I actually feel like I can focus most um with the Lord on walks too. And it's similar to like a friend. Like sometimes in a conversation with a friend, I'm like, we need to go on a walk or something. <laughs> yeah, I can like yeah, focus yeah. or be more engaged. And I think like we can often take our relationships on this earth and kind of relate them to to the one with with the Lord and w- things that work well so or good. don't work well and ways you can challenge yeah. yourself too. It's super good. Um I'm curious about this. Um have you, you know, you just talked about there's a lot of pressure sometimes in your spiritual life, um, just being in uh, the place of influence that you are in. Um, could you right. tell us about a time where maybe you like struggled like stewarding this or if you've ever struggled s- stewarding this and the platform God has given you? Oh my goodness, of course I've struggled. It's, I mean, that's such a, a human thing. Yeah. And especially uh, getting into writing quotes professionally in Nashville at such a young age, you know, 13, 14, I I think even now at 20, it's like your faith is growing and your faith is changing. And, um, I, I, I believe that your faith should be challenged every once in a while. And, you know, you have to fight to believe and you have to fight to find and keep the faith. But I think there was, um, there was a stretch of a few months and I, I think it was, maybe when I was 17 and I was really in the throes of just writing every day. And it was starting to gear up where I had more press going on and more label meetings and just um, a lot of new work things were being introduced into my daily life. And I started to see the influence go up and um, my gut reaction was like, oh, no, 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 you, you have to have the wrong girl. I don't know how to be a professional Christian. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And so this pressure of what if I don't say the right thing? What if I don't wear the right thing? What if they don't agree with the lyric? What if the post is to this or to that or it's too churchy or too of the world? And th- th- over these few months, I just really had to fight to stay authentic in the best way that I knew how. And a lot of that was just deciding to take the pressure off of myself. Um, And instead of, you know, clenching my fist, trying to carry the weight of the world, deciding to give it back. Mm -hmm. And that was a very spiritual experience for me. Um, but it was definitely this whole feeling of, mm-hmm. can I do this? Am I in over my head? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is definitely not all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Like can relate so much with you even saying like having to suddenly be like a quote unquote professional Christian and having yeah. so many people looking to you at such a young age. And it's so interesting. Like I think about, you know, Kenzie and I stepped into to ministry in this way when we were like 19, 20, right around your age. And now, you know, you were like seven, eight years down the road and just how much my faith has grown and so much how in depth and in spirit and in truth and all these different Mm -hmm. things. And, um, what a beautiful journey to get to invite people in on that like journey with you Mm -hmm. of saying like, yeah, my faith looks like this at, you know, 
14, 15, but now it looks like this at 20, 21 and what it'll look like yeah. in five, 10 years and just the things that God will teach you and yeah. how cool so that good. you just like have this opportunity to invite so many girls into that journey and yeah. kind of just being real about, Hey, we're probably not always going to get it right. It might mess it up sometimes. Like, but even I love this song you talked about that you released that, that there is that grace there for you over yeah. and over and over again. So um, good. yeah. So it's really cool. And like, I'm so thankful that there are just like women like you out there who are like using their gifts and talents to, to lead in this way, to lead in a way that's really authentic and real. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's really cool. And I'm curious too, for you, like, I know you, I mean, you're not in, we, we run a college women's industry. You're not in college, obviously, cause you're mm-hmm. like off doing the thing already. Um, <laughs> oh. but how has like, how has that even been a challenge? It's like community for you just being on the road a lot and like mm. not having the normal like yeah. structure that so many of us have to find like a Christ center community. Can you even share a little bit about like that and maybe some of your like hardships there? Oh, of course. I mean, Whoa. First of all, community is so important. Um, And honestly, the introverted side of me was so uh, not convinced of that for a long time. And so I was super comfortable in high school. Life was very busy, for example. So I remember wake up, go to school, have the day, leave, go straight to the studio, be in the studio all day, leave, go home, you know, do homework, go to bed. And I got in this zone and this rhythm of, you know, me, myself and I very disconnected from community. And so I think when I left high school, so I finished my junior year in, you know, regular high school with other people. And then my senior year, I finished on the road while I was touring online, which was a really amazing experience. Um, But also that's when things noticeably got more challenging because the direct line to community had evaporated. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the way that the touring world is, there are not many girls around. (laughs) And I think anybody in any genre of music would tell you that it is very Mm -hmm. male dominated. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was hard to find women to connect with. Um, It was hard to create real connections where I didn't feel like I was having to operate. And, you know, this is what Riley looks like when she's working. This is what this is what professional Riley is but um I I had started missing that connection of this is Riley who has to have emotional days sometimes and has to take mental breaks and has to be honest with herself and whatnot and so I would say in the past two years um I've just kind of seen this flip where um it started with being intentional and it was getting plugged in on my church worship team, which I had never done before. Um, but doing it more so just for me, you know, for personal worship that wasn't, that wasn't a show or wasn't, you know, the, the industry side of it, which is amazing, but it was important for me to have, uh, the community and having a worship team at my church and, finding musician friends who lived in town to go and hang out with and have moments with and 
you know, I still haven't figured out the community thing in its entirety because it's so hard. Yeah. Um, and your circle changes a lot depending on, you know, what tour, what writing camp you're hanging out in, you know, X, Y, Z. But I'm still figuring it out, but it's definitely been amazing to see what being intentional does. Yeah, I love I love that. I think that so often we can just get discouraged in community and be like, oh, God, yeah, you're not giving yeah. it to me. I give up, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I love that intentionality steps there, like even looking towards your church. I mean, it's so beautiful and so cool. And, and I think yeah. just even like realizing, I think for so many of us, and especially in a time like right now, that community is probably especially like community that's from the Lord it doesn't always look like what we think it's going to look like and Mm -hmm. I know there have been seasons in my life where I was so desperate looking for a community that looked like xyz that I missed out on a community that God was giving me that Mm -hmm. maybe just looked Mm -hmm. a little bit different and so so good in this season like even for you seeing how like Maybe you're not getting like a bunch of girls that are like your mm. age and going through exactly the same things, but yeah. even like older like mentors and yeah. people that are um, walking in different seasons and how cool and like how beneficial that type of community is too. So it's cool to hear your journey and cool to hear that like yeah. even women like you struggle with that and are still in process with community. I think oftentimes yeah. we look Absolutely. at the world around us and we think, oh, everybody has friends. Everybody has Christ in our community but me and how we're all kind of in the middle of finding that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It's good. That's so good. Mac and I go on tour once a year in February, just February. (laughs) And I feel like we struggle that month. I don't know about you, Mac, but I'm like, I have no friends. I got back and I'm like, no friends. (laughs) I mean, I I I know it's so crazy. It really is. And I'm such a homebody. Yeah. So when I am home from tour, I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to nest, which doesn't help it, but I'm working on it. It's great. I love my family. God bless. So they're always around, which is nice. They're in Nashville. Speaking of you going on tour, I follow you on Instagram and girl, you got some good looks. Like, yes, the the outfits, the like hairstyles, the hoops, everything. (laughs) I'm always like, dang, look at her go. (laughs) Thank you. We try to keep it fresh. We do what we can. I love it. I love it. Is that your look during quarantine too? Yeah. Have you been keeping it up? Oh, Right now, I am. I have a mic propped up on top of a suitcase. Um, I am wearing leggings and a tank top, and have just been outside playing pickleball. Which, oh if you don't know what that is, that's a good game. Someone it's like a baby was telling tennis. me about this the other day that they were going to play pickleball with friends, and I had never heard. Did you know what pickleball is? I honestly, I think my grandma plays pickleball, and that's the only person I know who plays <laughs> pickleball. That is amazing. <laughs> it's like mini that's tennis, so right? Kind of. Yes, mini tennis with like a okay. different paddle, but. We have so, we look like such rednecks in my backyard. We've completely used whatever kind of tape we could find, measured out, taped it up. We're using two chairs and like a tarp for our net. That is is amazing. It is so homemade. You would not even believe it, but it's been really fun. And it's, it's gotten us outside, which is good for the soul. I was, I struggled the first week with all the rain. It was hard. Um, I know, but the sun's good. Yeah. I was outside with um, a friend last night and we were like literally outside, like 
we had country music playing and we were like dancing and like sitting on the porch and I was laughing because people were coming outside and watching us like do this um, from like their porches and I was laughing because I was like this mate reminds me of when I was a little kid and I used to just like live outside and like be so happy I was like That's I feel amazing. like this is yeah this is getting me outside more where I wouldn't normally like just okay. chill outside and be be fun so oh, <laughs> I, I love that. that that's so good everybody <laughs> get outside yes that's right if it's sunny okay Riley to wrap it up we just want one big final question that's um what's God teaching you in this season is there something like new that he's revealing about your heart your character an area of growth just something new that he's speaking over your life right now Oh, another great question. Yes. Oh, so you, this year, 2020 has been a doozy. Right. It's been amazing. It's been really busy and wonderful, but um, it went from really, really busy with playing 30 shows in two months to um, to very quiet and very much, you know, staying in and everything shutting down. And for me... Um, I, this is something that, you know, I've been, God bless my sister. She is, she hears it all. She's like <laughs> my person. She's my go-to. Um, but, you know, it, you go from having a reason to get dressed up and playing shows and getting to meet people and getting to interact to this very uh, quiet, no makeup, sweatpants, hanging out kind of thing. And that was a very hard adjustment very quickly for me. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of forced me to be like, why, why is it such a hard adjustment? Why is this so hard? Um, and then it, it got to got to this place of I was putting too much value in um, something that wasn't uh, steady enough mm. you know it's as amazing as it is to get to play shows you know the purpose is in the music and um, the purpose is in the message and so I've really gotten to see how God views me in new ways um, and I've really gotten to see, you know, Riley as the person, as the daughter, as the yeah. sister, you know, the, who that girl is. And mm -hmm. John 10, 10 has been a verse that I read a few days ago and it's kept on, um, it's kept on coming up and I've kept on falling back, but it's, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, but you've come so that I may have life abundant and it's mm. this whole thing of, you know, no matter the situation or how life changes, um, life can be lived in abundance so long as, you know, we're following and putting our trust and, and a God who is very steady and is not yeah. a temporary wavering thing. So it's honestly been such a beautiful confidence booster, getting to have some silence and just to just to be, which has been great. It's so, so good. good. Just a season of rebuilding, yeah. coming back to to who God really created you to be. And it's simple as that. Just a daughter and a sister and a friend. It's so good. Yes. It's purpose. So good. Value. Where does it come from? I'm learning all these things. That's right. like, <laughs> as long as, as long, I, I think it's so funny because like you said, Everybody has influence. Yeah. Um, even if you you have one friend, whoever, you have influence to some capacity. Yeah. And I think that it's um it's 
it's really amazing to get to kind of dumb down, you know, why we're doing it and yeah. kind of sharing the influence of, I don't have everything together, um, but I'm trying and I know I'm loved and I know you are too. Yeah. And that really simplifies things. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much just for coming on the For The Girl podcast, sharing just like your heart and your story and just like the things God is teaching you. I know this is like honestly just a raw season for all of us right now yeah. and we're all like in process in the middle of it and so kind of fun to catch you at this time as you're like slowing down and just hearing probably more clearly from the Lord so thank you Mm -hmm. for that where can we find all your music how can we stay connected with you all the things where can people go to find your your cool looks (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, all over the internet everywhere and everywhere is pretty simple it's all Riley Clemens with two M's a lot of people try to spell it with one but it's Uh (laughs) Two ends. Okay. Perfect. Yay. Thank you so much, Riley, for being on here. You are the best and we will talk to you soon. Thank you guys. I want to hang out. I really want to hang out soon. Yes. Seriously. As soon as quarantine is over, we are hanging out. We cannot wait. Yes. yes, I need more women in my life. That is a real thing. Yes. So Seriously, love to. I see a girl's night in our future. It's going to be pretty fun. It's got to happen. After quarantine, we're all just going to go crazy with socializing. <laughs> socializing. It's going to be great. So. It's going to be great. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, awesome. well, we will talk with you soon. Talk soon. Bye, guys.